And we're back on the rule of three. Two comics, three topics, ten minutes each. Uh, no politics, and uh, which is hard this week because we had a debate. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It feels easy to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's Bent Washburn. I'm Tim Slegel. Uh, later in the show, we're going to be talking about uh, uh, something that happened with Bent's website. So we might not be giving you, normally we give you uh, details on how to get to the website. We might not be doing that on this show. No, Uh, or maybe we will. Also, we're going to be talking about the the flat earth guy that uh, that Darwined himself out of the genome. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Didn't make it out of the atmosphere, but he did leave the planet, so to speak. Uh, that'll be in the third segment. Uh, in, in this segment, uh, Bent sent an article to me. It's a subject that I've always liked talking about, and that's tiny homes. Is uh, yeah. uh, um, a little it was a little review on tiny homes. I've always thought uh, tiny homes were were interesting. Right. With, by that you mean dumb, right? <laughs> no, interesting but, right, because no, you, because yeah. on the, when you see them on the internet, they look so cute and cozy. And you don't really, you don't really think about the situation. I mean, they're 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 like little doll houses. They're adorable. I what? got it. Yeah, you're right. It's kind of like they 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 uh, pander to that over idealistic goal setting part of us that says, "Oh, I could minimize and I could get, I could do this." <laughs> but then once you get into it, you're like, "This sucks." I, I would <laughs> having lived in my car. I'm basing this off living in my car. And in a tent for a while. The tiny houses. Anyway, the article. <laughs> to the article we go. Well, uh, it, interestingly, uh, I did not realize this. This is a little thing that was in the article, that uh, uh, that tiny homes tend to be on wheels as a yeah. way of getting around government regulations on minimum habitable dwelling size. Well, I'm sorry. Those aren't tiny homes. Those are trailers. Yeah, those are trailers. They just left the wheels on them. And trailers are really, if you think about it, if you go back to the caravans of the Romanish people, that's what I think of. Is it the is it incorrect term the gypsy you, caravan? That's what I. That's the type of home it reminds me of. You know what I mean? Well, that's little, true. Yeah, the that's, little vagabond house. That's true, but uh, uh, according to mythology, uh, they drag their trailer from town to town as they robbed people. So they, they oh, <laughs> well, that I don't know if that happens with the current ones. Uh, but no, I think actually the purchaser of the tiny home is the one who got robbed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're not yeah, cheap. True. They're not cheap, and it's uh, and it's basically they're trailers with shingles on them. They're trailers with shingles and siding. They're they're yeah. just. Uh, <laughs> and if they're you went to one of those tiny, if you went to one of those tiny home dwellers and said, uh, uh, "Hey, if you considered a mobile home park," it's like. Ugh. I'm not. I'm not a redneck. I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to be trailer trash. <laughs> well, what's you living in a tiny home? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? The, the trailer trash has. Wa- they have washing machines. They have dishwashers. They have. They have all these wonderful appliances that you can't fit in your little uh, your little shed on a trailer. Those trailers are huge. Those trailers are massive compared to the tiny homes, aren't they? The tiny are truly tiny. Yeah. They're tiny. 
Yeah, they're they, insane. They, they're, they're, and like I said, they would they would be illegal if they did not have wheels on the bottom, which is which is weird to me that the, that the government has that kind of a regulation. That, uh, that if there's wheels, it can go no, as small as you want. Well, that there's a minimum there's a minimum size for habitable dwellings. Oh. The, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Is, yeah, is that you know you can live on the street in a cardboard box, but if you actually have a sink and a toilet in that cardboard box, n- no, that's illegal. Yeah, <laughs> you're breaking the law. You, you know, there's sociopath. A, there, there should be all levels. There should be all levels of accommodation. I think. I, 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 I you know, that's probably why we have a homeless problem is because there's there's that gap in we between. We set the bar way too high. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think you're right. I do think you're right. Uh, the the There was uh, some homes, some temporary shelters that were just being put up voluntarily. I think it was in Los Angeles, like you said. And they're basically tiny homes without the wheels and not as fancy. And they just they came and made them take them all down. And uh, the people that they kicked out of their tiny homes were very upset about it. I think yeah. you're right. Yeah. What, what, where does that come from? Do you know? That regulation, yeah, it's it's the same kind of idea as a minimum wage. Is, is the assumption is the assumption is is that if we set a minimum wage, that nobody will make less than that. But what they what what the the regulators don't realize is that you're essentially cutting people off because let's let's be honest, some people are not worth a minimum wage. Uh, you, you know, there 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 are some jobs that people just won't pay. A minimum you, wage to have done. Are, are you talking to me? <laughs> I'm talking about ta- talking about myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I think you're pump, right. Pump, I think you're gas. right about you that find, too. There's, you can't find yeah. anyone to pump gas anymore. Why? Because they, w- when they tried to factor in the cost of full service, people didn't want to pay that extra buck a gallon. But that's what mm-hmm. it costs to give a person a minimum wage. But you know, and unfortunately, you know, someone who 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 might not be uh, have the the, the 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 intellect or you know, the experience to have a job, you know, that pays a minimum better than you know pumping gas. Yeah, that, then that's per- determined minimum wage. Yeah, yeah, that person's yeah, they, now. They don't want to let the market make the decision on that. Is what they're saying. Yeah, in that aspect. Yeah. So they, they, this is a way of going in and telling the market no. No, there's a basic minimum size that we're going to let dwellings be. Period. Legally. In the in the UK, you have to have two bed spaces in a in a dwelling. Oh, that's right. That's what, which to me that makes. I'm sorry, Tim. I think if you're living alone, that shouldn't be necessary. But if you're living, if you're married, there should definitely be that option at all times on the table <laughs> the, to avoid the argument, violence. The, the, they should the, uh, always be like you, you made go me mad there. room. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bedroom and then the bad room. Yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> that that makes sense. But when you're just single, I think they should be able to get smaller. Yeah. I mean, that's when I first went on the road. That's when I got my first apartment in Chicago. That's all I needed. I needed a place to hang my clothes and put my answering machine. And if I was if I was working in town, you know, a, a, a bed space to crash in, that's all I needed. Yeah. You know, I, is I it, never. Is it part of property value laws as well? Is that part of what does it? Is that people don't want a tiny 
little tiny house popping up in their neighborhood and screwing up their property values? Is that part of it, too? Yeah, maybe. Maybe homeowners associations realize, no, that's that's not a tiny home community. That's a trailer park. Yeah. Wait a second. <laughs> we don't want, we don't want trailer people living next door. roofed trailer <laughs> house. Yeah. So now if because then what you have you have a combination of things you have someone interfering with the market and then also the market putting pressure in the direction of interference you know what i mean and when the market when people when a segment of the market goes in and tries to control them that's actually what what do they call that regulatory capture i guess yeah so you know what i mean when you have both those forces working together the chances of getting tiny little homes legal Pretty slim, if you if you have both of those forces joining hands. And this uh, this is another fa- thing I saw in the article that uh, fascinating. I came across several tiny households that were using external storage spaces for items that wouldn't fit in the home. <laughs> Referred oh, to, I've been in that boat. I've been in this, yeah, I, I know, this. you didn't have a tiny home. <laughs> I know. I would sit in my tent thinking, why is it illegal to sleep in my storage unit? Oh, okay. Oh, I used to think I, that I thought, all the time. I thought you were talking about your Halloween stuff when you were living uh, living back in Virginia. Oh, no. I was talking when I was back living in my uh, car. I had a storage unit. So I'm in my car in my tent, and I just, I'd often sleep in my tent thinking, my storage unit is way bigger than this. It's drier, <laughs> and it's illegal Does for it, me to sleep there. It doesn't you know? smell as funky. Did you ever? Did you ever try it? Did you ever try to? I never tried it. Well, you know, it is weird. I I did just experimenting with the idea. I remember standing in my storage unit and closing the door all the way shut, and you feel it feels like you're being buried alive a little bit. Because there's no light. It's a little creepy. So uh, <laughs> I never did it. But I thought about it all the time in my tent. I'd think about all my crap in the storage unit and how much I was spending. <laughs> anyway, sorry. But I that, digress. You know, of course. You know, you know. look around. Look around your house. Look how much stuff you have. Look, there, there's no way. How much of it are you willing to part with to actually live the tiny home lifestyle? It, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would imagine that every single tiny home has uh, has has the basement over at the storage unit park. And they have to. They have to. Or there are those people, and I meet a lot of these folks in Germany who just take such a joy out of the idea of efficiency that it just it's so turns them on, makes them so excited that those are the few weirdos that I could see just, oh, look how little space I'm taking. I'm amazing. I have a tiny carbon footprint, and the joy they get from it is uh, crazy. Frank Lloyd Wright used to make you throw away everything you owned before you could move into his house. What? Are you serious? Yeah, and uh, that's probably a topic for another segment. Uh, we're going to be is. talking about uh, we're going to be talking about Ben's website uh, coming up after this break. We're back on the rule of three. Uh, we're going to be talking about Mad Mike, the Rocket Man, Flat Earther in the final segment. Uh, but in this one, 
Uh, Bent came across a little internet issue. Uh, if yes. you would, if you would uh, <laughs> listen to our last podcast and said uh, go to bentwashburn.com, you might have been surprised by uh, 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 an ad for Viagra. Actually, <laughs> turns out times are hard, so to speak, and I am selling Viagra and or Cialis out of Toronto now. That's what happened to my website. <laughs> and I, I didn't even notice. I didn't notice for almost a week. It, what happened was uh, my wife was at work. We just moved to Germany a while ago, and people at work, she's still kind of slowly leaking out that I'm a comedian. And then they're always like, really? <laughs> Wait, wait, yeah, seriously? Really? Yeah, yeah, it's not <laughs> something we tell people. <laughs> and so they they Googled it at work. What's your husband do? Uh, <laughs> he, uh, uh, he gives lectures to, 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 he does science lectures <laughs> and TED Talks. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's a professional so speaker. They, <laughs> he's a professional mouth clown. But she... She goes in, uh, someone at work Googled my website, and then they called her and said, do you, do you, your, does your husband know about this? And it was a big pharma site in Canada selling Viagra. I didn't know this. It went on for a week. My wife called, and the first thing she said, have you Googled your name? And here's the thing, Tim. I Google my name all the time. Are you this way? Or are you... Are you um, sane? Uh, you know, I, I I used to. I used to love to. I used to love to Google my name. I don't. I, I, I don't do. I don't do it that often anymore. <laughs> I Google my name, and it got to be a problem. To where it's like, Ben, you're you, you start Googling your name, you go down some weird wormhole. Forty minutes gone of your day. I'm just not gonna Google my name. And I think it started when I got over here to Germany, and you know, you just things are out of whack. Anyway. I, as a matter of just principle, I'm not going to Google my name, and it came up and bit me right in the butt. Because I swear, the moment I stopped Googling my name, <laughs> these pharma guys just swooped in, and they're selling Viagra and Cialis via my website in in Canada. And I don't is is Viagra that expensive? Um, I mean, I'm going to pretend I've never taken it. I I've been actually. I've been told that it's that it's that it's ten dollars a pop. So ten bucks. Well, yeah. that's kind of expensive. Yeah. So about about uh, about thirty dollars a month. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say forty dollars a year, but I guess you know we're all different. <laughs> For, so yeah, uh, apparently it's so expensive that you go to Canada and you buy it. Is is this part of their? How, well, I, 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 I think there's I, th- I think there's a I think there's a couple things there. Uh, number one, I think a lot of guys don't want their wives to know that they're buying it. Oh, you. Oh, I had not even thought of that. Yeah. Because yeah. I guess that, that's fascinating that that kind of lie would exist in a marriage. I guess I'm just busy hiding other stuff. So right. that that that, <laughs> that that thing is like, well, I'm gonna this. I can't hide this and all that other stuff. That's crazy. So they're hiding it, so they secretly buy it. Uh-huh. They don't want to go to a doctor, right? 
they just want to take it and then magically look what I can do like yeah. that. And the assumption, the the assumption, I guess, that if you go to another country, nobody nobody will know. I mean, you you don't want to tell your regular doctor about it. You know, you don't no. want you don't want the pharmacy you don't want the pharmacy uh, calling up and saying, uh, 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 Mrs. Washburn, your husband's uh, a Viagra prescription is we ready. Have, we have <laughs> something for his limp yeah. penis. Yeah, yeah it's, it's <laughs> kind of something. That. Kind of something you do on the down low, I think, and that's why that's why people want it. And of course, you know there is the thing that if you if you go to, that everything's cheaper in Canada as far as as far as medicine. I, I don't know that's oh. necessarily true, but uh, but a lot of things are. Yeah, they, I yeah they are. I and I don't want to get into the whole thing about why that happens. You know, as what as far as the price differences occur. I just know that for some reason. They want to go to Toronto, Canada website uh, you know, through them and get Viagra. But I think you're right. It's all about anonymity. So what did they do? Did they hijack? Did they hijack your 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 web address, or did they actually go they, on to your website and erase they pages? Got, they got into my website, and there were there was a page where I had this essay I wrote years ago that I just left up because I'm lazy with this stuff. In fact, I wrote it the last time I was in Germany, and they just inserted all their sales pitch for their cheap Viagra and, and Cialis and stuff. Huh. And it's the codes on my page. Isn't that weird? And then somehow, I, you know, it's like, my, all, I don't understand any of this, Tim. Well, None basically, basically, they got your WordPress password somehow. They figured out your WordPress password. That's uh, Oh, that's that, scary. That's, uh, really? yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's my guess how they did it. It's, well, how uh, do they do that? I have no idea. Oh man, no idea. Frankly, this is the least of my worries. Is a, I should check and find out what else I'm selling. You know, really. You <laughs> may get or a buying. discount. <laughs> or buying. I might if I if I lost a password to sell the Viagra. What are the odds someone stole my? Credit information and not buying Viagra on the same website. You the know interesting I mean? thing, the interesting thing, is that they would think that Bent Washburn, the people who were interested in Bent Washburn, would also be interested in uh, in, in Viagra. That uh, that your demographic is a jeez. Oh, uh, no. a... What does this get mean? <laughs> what does you have to get mean? I'm already. It's already a, a gut, a blow to the gut with the whole website problem, and then. <laughs> Oh man. Wonder what else they'll start selling under my name. I'm thinking funeral plans. The first thing I did though when you told me that that had happened to you, I googled mm-hmm. my name. And it came up. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I I wanted to see I wanted to see what might be said uh, being be sold on my my website. Oh, you said my name, not Yeah, oh, my name. Okay, yeah, yeah my name is Tim Slack. Are you selling Viagra or <laughs> I was, well, I was worried I might be selling catheters. <laughs> walkers stool softener <laughs> oh there's a whole range of products that might <laughs> get your stool softener cheap medical alert medical alert bracelets <laughs> <laughs> to pays you know just all it <laughs> Or actually, probably ammo. I could see uh, a tactical knives and flashlights. I could see those. Be- <laughs> those combat gloves. You know, you've never had gloves. You can punch someone and shoot them. 
Yeah. <laughs> survival rations. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, sad. <laughs> uh, so everybody knows now over there. Everybody, everybody now knows that uh, that you're a comedian. I think. Well, obviously not the whole country. I, <laughs> no, but, no, but I mean everybody. Every, everybody your wife works with, they they, they know yeah. she's married to a to to a funny guy. To a leech. <laughs> they know, like, oh, so the benefits. He's there for the health insurance. We got it. We got you. There's a couple in the office. We get it. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, so I'm trying to get it fixed. Bottom line, if you go to my website, we're still selling uh, uh, Viagra, but it's still not fixed. Somehow, somehow, what happened was uh, then when I tried to fix it, I paid some guy at the hosting company 300 bucks, and I ended up – now I'm uh, broadcasting a stopgap website I threw together myself like eight years ago. So it's just – it's not good. Things are bad here. Wait. So so, so you were assaulted. You, you, you had an attack on your website, and you had to pay the website 300 bucks to fix it? Yeah, some – Because their some, firewall was insufficient? I don't – well, I didn't look at it like that. I just looked at – maybe that's what they did. Like, oh, this must be a sucker. And then they, I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gee, I, I think I might now know who gave up your password now. <laughs> well, and I felt that way a little bit, frankly, because of, they were like, well, oh, that's going to come right back. Wait a second. So you're, you're right. It, I did feel that immediately. It did sense that I was getting screwed twice. But – uh well, the, well, that's what that's why you buy the Viagra the for. <laughs> <laughs> this is man, yeah. Now I'm thinking about this. This is uh, I got. I need to make some. Yeah, it's more angry than It's calls. more than four hours. Yeah, <laughs> way more than four hours. It's been a week and a half. This has lasted way. I need to call a doctor for sure. <laughs> anyway, uh, coming up, we're going to be talking about the Rocket Man. So. Uh, See you after the break. <laughs> the Rocket Man. <laughs> hey, we're back on the rule of three. Uh... This is a real interesting story. It kind of ties in with Bent's uh, take on science, <laughs> that uh, the, the, the people believe what they want to believe. And uh, yeah. there was a story uh, a couple of years ago about a man who decided he wanted to go into space to prove the Earth was flat. Yep. And I remember when this story went everywhere. Yeah. We all do. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and uh, he 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 went. He built a rocket, built his own rocket, and uh... steam powered rocket. We should. <laughs> <laughs> we well, left out the part of steam powered. <laughs> well, it's, it's not. Yeah. It's not the first one. Uh, the first. The first steam powered rocket. Of course, I remember from my childhood was Evil Knievel. Do you remember that at all? The Snake River I Canyon do. jump. I do remember. This, you know, because that's not far from Utah. Mm-hmm. That's I, I've and uh, yeah, I remember. Crazy. 
Yeah, it was uh, uh, for for the, for those younger people. Uh, I, I think if anybody our age, I think uh, around our age would know what what had uh, uh, what had Evil Knievel did, who he was. He's a guy that uh, that made a living jumping over things with a motorcycle. And, yeah, uh, and not necessarily landing. Uh, well, you always land, but not necessarily <laughs> not, yeah, not, rolling not, away. Not I with remember the wheels on the ground. <laughs> the Caesar Palace one from Evil is what I remember. Him just slow motion, watching him roll and roll. And you're like, wow, he's oh, crazy. Anyway, this anyway, it, he decided he was, was going to jump power. over a canyon. And everyone was like, oh, boy, he's going to do it. And uh, he looked into the idea of sticking uh, rockets on the back of his motorcycle because he couldn't really. There was no way to actually make that distance. With, yeah, uh, with the speed he could with, generate. Uh, with the, yeah. Right. So so he was going to put rockets on the side, and somebody said, no, it's not going to work. <laughs> so he designed a steam-powered rocket and called it a sky cycle. <laughs> just, yeah, he just semantics. That's the way to do it. You just change yeah, I remember words. seeing him on the Mike Douglas show. And they said uh, they said you're going to uh, uh, you're going to jump a motorcycle. Well, it's sort of a motorcycle. It's like wait it's wait a minute. That's <laughs> not, not a motorcycle. Yeah. And uh, what happened to Evil Knievel? He uh, uh, the G forces he blacked out, and his uh, leg came off the parachute release, and the parachute actually released. Uh, before he, he was, yeah. yeah, he did not make it all the way across. So, yeah. uh, a, a gentleman, Mike Hughes, uh, like to have him, like to call himself Mad Mike, yeah. decided that he was going to recreate Evil Knievel's jump. So, he uh, he built uh, Mad Mike, uh, by the way, uh, um, I think I'm getting ahead of myself. Also liked to jump things, but he uh, he was a limo driver, so he jumped limos. Yeah, he was like a <laughs> he was a, a mechanic. <laughs> now he didn't jump limos on his motorcycle. He hopped in the limo and, and jumped, jumped over motorcycles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was a new spin. He was an interesting character to me. He, that that he really was mechanically inclined. He loved building stuff. And and tinkering, he was on a NASCAR pit crew. Yeah, isn't that right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was a he was a very competent mechanic. He and uh, also, yeah, he yeah. actually jumped us uh, at the Guinness Book of World Records, set a hundred and twenty five feet in a Lincoln Town Car stretch limo, <laughs> and broke his back. <laughs> he broke his the, back. We forgot the part where he broke his back when he landed the stretch limo. Became the compact limo, and. <laughs> He broke his back. Anyway, Mad Mike, and I think his moniker is earned. I think he earned the moniker. Uh, he builds the steam, the steam rod. Now, he had a partner. Good into that. You, you run the story. Waldo Stakes. Who uh, who was also kind of a kind of a space freak, and the two of them, the two of them, they like they they like st- putting stuff together, and uh, uh, the two of d- them. D- the- <laughs> You got to tell them the story. Okay, sorry. Keep going. No, go uh, ahead. Go um, ahead. Well, my favorite part about Wallow Stakes is when they're given his background of what he his kind of amateur rocketry, and he's talking about how he he made some sort of engine using intercontinental missile parts. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And then his partner, he didn't know. Attached to a car, correct? It was a land <laughs> well, speed yeah. record. Yeah, for a land speed record. <laughs> he got some intercontinental. 
and uh, uh, some sort of government auction. Who knows? And then <laughs> his partner, unbeknownst to him, goes on a drug binge and then steals it and sells it to someone else. Anyway, when it comes out what's happened, he said – I think I'm quoting the article. He said the FBI came a-knocking, and they came down harder on me than you would believe. <laughs> I'm like, no, actually, what you mean is as hard as I would hope they would come down on someone for using intercontinental missile parts for street racing. Insane. That's crazy. Anyway, that's – and his name's not even mad. That's just – yeah, Waldo. Uh, anyway. His name's Waldo, so that's pretty. Uh, anyway, they uh, they essentially they essentially built this rocket. It was uh, it, it was it was essentially a hot water heater uh, with the, with the emergency valve welded shut. <laughs> I think you're oversimplifying it a little. <laughs> no, it's a little more. It, it's a little more technically. Uh, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was. That, I mean, it, but, but 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 that's that's essentially the basis of it is they fill it up with water, yeah. with a uh, uh, four hundred pound four hundred psi they heat it up to, and then uh, there's a rupture disc in the back. It's like a little hammer inside the water tank, and you pull the lever and the hammer punches a hole in the bottom. <laughs> it was supposed to. No, that was the plan that Stakes tried to sell to Hughes. And Hughes wanted to make the more elegant. No, I just want the little disc to slide away, which turned out to be the fatal. Right? That was the fatal flaw, wasn't no, it? No, I think I think there was. Yeah, it was a rupture disc. It actually was a rupture oh, was disc. It? Yeah, the rupture disc. Yeah, and, and uh, uh, we're getting ahead of ourselves here. But okay, yeah, he, yeah. his first launch was successful. He beat Evil Knievel's record. That's a lot of people what? don't realize that. A lot of people think that his his flat Earth journey was his very first was his very first launch. No, and, uh, you're right. No, the first launch, yeah, that's it, right. It was successful, and uh, uh, the second launch. The, 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 well, okay, you got ahead of yourself. You left a part out. He did crash at the end. He was his though successful on takeoff and flight landing was less than graceful. I mean, he was in a. He was yeah. using a walker for yeah weeks. yeah it actually it yeah. actually he uh, uh, he, he, he went for distance <laughs> rather than height and uh, <laughs> it he, he never got high enough for the parachute to do anything it kind of uh, kind the ground kind of just the abrasion of the ground kind of uh, kind of slowed the rocket down which is why which is around. why he set the record uh, did not do it over a canyon though so but no but no. Anyway, so his first flight was they had a successful flight and he almost died. And I like how the article said that encouraged by the results. I was like, encouraged? (laughs) (laughs) He broke like 40 bones. (laughs) (laughs) Encouraged, not discouraged him. This. It's just amazing. Okay, keep going. Well, then they decided that the next launch was going to be up. That the two of them decided that they were going to go. They were going to go for height. That they were going to. They were yeah. going to reach the edge of space. That sixty mile uh, border, and uh, the original plan was to lift the lift the water tank up with balloons to get it about to get it about uh, twenty miles up. I think that's as high as you can get it up with balloons, and then launch it from there and get the additional forty miles, and uh, that actually. You need. Reach the edge yeah. of space, and this is where, this is where <clears throat> everybody came into the story, 
because uh, Mad Mike was a, a shameless self promoter. He was yeah. uh, uh, yeah. l- loved to get loved to get attention. Loved loved the name Mad Mike. Loved the fact that he did the limo jump. He uh, got got on the I think he was on the Tonight yeah. Show or something. Yeah, yeah, uh, he was on one Kimmel, Jimmy Kimmel. He was on Kimmel. Yeah, yeah after he did yeah. that. And uh, uh, loved the attention, so he 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 ran into the the, the flat Earth Society. And, yeah, uh, and he and he started to spouting spouting off their ideas for and, publicity, right? And taking their money. Oh, the, oh, it was the money. That's right. Well, it was both. It was the money funding. and the publicity. Because if you say I want to be the first person to reach the edge of space, totally, you know, uh, out of my garage. Everyone's okay, you know. But you say the Earth is flat. All of a sudden, you know, you're a celebrity. Everybody's ears perk up because now we we have skin in the game. We want you to fail. I mean, I kind of wanted. Them. <laughs> I didn't care. But when they say when he said the Earth's flat, I said, okay, I want to see this guy find out. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, well, yeah, but but, yeah. but you know, but, but reading the article, they they, they 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 never really said whether he was a true flat earther or not. I don't think he was. Uh, yeah, I don't. Reading I don't the article, it doesn't either. sound like he was. It seems to me like he wanted to get up there, touch the edge of space, and say, "Hey, guys, it's round." I'm sorry, it's round. Yeah, you're right. He might have been wanting to rain on their parade in a way. Well, he wanted to use them. Is what he just thought it was a publicity thing. Right, but man. I don't. I don't think people realize. And I'm one of these people. I get very threatened by extremely. St- Stupid people who can espouse very dumb ideas like that, who have lots of energy. They make me nervous. <laughs> you know what I mean? Especially yeah. if they group together like they can now. Because if you get like a million flat earthers together, you know what I mean? They can get a lot of bad things done, I guess what I'm saying. <laughs> anyway, yeah. um, uh, uh, to, to wrap things up, uh, he he would have been uh, uh, the, the the balloon idea was never was never achieved because yeah. apparently yeah. Uh, Wow Cable is that right? It's a cable. Yeah, station. Wow Cable. That was the cable had, company that had was a, doing uh, that TV had a series. series called Homemade Astronauts, and they <laughs> had they had been there for his first launch, but <laughs> they didn't have cameras in the cockpit. So they so wanted. They, wanted they, they talked him into doing it again, so they could get better footage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it was. It was the pressure from the TV producers and a guy who just wanted the attention. Yeah, and right? uh, he uh, <clears throat> he decided no. to go. He was only going to go a mile up this time. He wasn't going for the sixty. And uh, Waldo Stakes tried to talk him out of it. He uh, knew it wasn't going to work. He he. Yeah, yeah, he had a feeling. Well, what happened was the rupture disc; uh, only half of it ruptured. It uh, yeah. it shot the 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 and it shot the rocket to kind of sideways. Sideways, yeah. and his head was supported for the for the G forces backwards, not sideways. And yeah. uh, they said that probably uh, either he blacked Killed him it, it came out. Yeah, <clears throat> it's uh, uh, five hundred miles uh, uh, per hour. They said it almost oh, yeah. instantaneously. The, the, yeah. So the G-forces or his neck snapped, and uh, unfortunately, so the chute didn't come down and uh, uh, just uh, tragic. He hit the ground. Yeah, he hit the ground, and uh, that was it. The, we still don't know his verdict on whether the earth was flat or round. He didn't <laughs> get to deliver that to us. Flat enough. 
We do know that. It was flat <laughs> enough. It's uh, <laughs> kind, of a, kind of a sad way to end uh, in this fascinating rule of three. Article, but it is fascinating. It? it is fascinating. Great and, article. And of course, interesting. Interesting. And of, and, and, of course, that's all people knew. That's, uh, mm. Sadly, they did not know what a, you know, what an adventurous Character. man the guy was, what a, what, what, what a, you know, garage, what a self-taught genius. You well, know. I don't know if he's a genius, but he was self-taught for sure. <laughs> 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 but amazing. It is an, it's a great article. I loved it. And uh, it's in, it's in Popular Mechanics in the September October Popular Mechanics. Unfortunately, there's a paywall, so you Dang either it. have to buy the magazine, find it in the Maybe library. Maybe you can shoot over it with a steam powered rocket, Tim. <laughs> Get over the paywall. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're going to be talking uh, next week. We're going to be talking about another guy who uh, who made a jump. And, wow, uh, we and, do. And, we'll talk uh, about that one. That that'll be on uh, next week's episode, but. Uh, that's all for this one. Uh, you can go. Uh, you can still go to timslegel.com if you want a Viagra-free site. <laughs> or if you want Viagra or Salas, visit getbent.com for a while. <laughs> and then you can get some of those drugs there. And if, uh, if you enjoy the show, tell your friends. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe. And uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs>